0: Hello to all our loyal listeners. I am Tiffany Ruffner and I have an exciting announcement about the future of the Renewal Well podcast. After much thought and prayer, I feel called to rebrand the show to better serve your needs. Beginning February 4th, 2024, we will relaunch as the creatives reset. I understand change can feel unsettling, so I want you to know this decision comes from a desire to support you at a deeper level. You join this community because you want purpose and meaning. You have amazing talents to share, but have found yourself in a stagnant place either because of doubt or distractions, and I get it. As you know, I've shared my own stories in dealing with the likes. And so The Creatives Reset will be a dedicated space for us to reset together, realign with our faith, manage our emotions constructively, and use our voices powerfully. Between now and our relaunch date, I will be releasing episodes from our archives during this transition period while preparing for an inspiring new chapter ahead. The Creatives Reset will have a fresh format as not only an audio podcast, but we're relaunching as a video podcast. So make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel by searching The Creatives Reset are going directly to the url youtube.com forward slash at creative focus which is spelled c-r-e-a-t-i-f-f-o-c-u-s i cannot wait to see how god guides us on this updated journey of creativity courage and purpose thank you for your grace during this evolution of the renewal well into an even more uplifting community the creatives reset the best is yet to come in addition I welcome your thoughts and your feedback during this transition season. You know, you can always find me on Clubhouse and you can also find me on Instagram by going to at creative focus, C-R-E-A-T-I-F-F-O-C-U-S or the creatives reset. That's at the.creatives.reset. Hey, welcome on in everyone to episode number 32. Wow, <laughs> it is really going down and we are getting closer to the launch or relaunch of this podcast as the creatives reset. Um, and I was just really elated today because I was just thinking about what is to come um, that Even in the sense of we will be interviewing people, but not in the first or not the first season that we are as the creators Reset. I'm still trying to figure out, do I I set that up as season four or do we start the seasons over? Um, I'm going to go back through all the old content and just kind of like list stuff in the order that it is, being that we are a seasonal podcast and so um, we record in seasons. But I am just really looking forward to every single thing that um, we get to do in the future. And I hope you are um, elated about the Creatives Reset. Um, I am seeing uh, even some reset being put over social media. So I know that is definitely the Lord that had me going in this direction. Um, he started showing me reset back in October. So October 2023 so let's really learn how to do that you know reset is when you start uh when you reset a game you're going back to zero and I think that's just important for us to realize and recognize as we get our thoughts together about what's next and uh with that being said, I wanted to share with you all, I started doing Clubhouse Rooms on Fridays, noon Eastern Standard Time, and we actually call it the Creatives Weekly Reset where we meet live with one another, uh, not in person, but it's on the app. And so we meet live and we actually do the reset together or we started together because it's a whole journal. And if you want to go ahead and download that, you can go to journal.thecreativesreset.com and you'll be able to download that. But I think it's a very good resource and I would love to see you there on um, Clubhouse. Today, if you're listening to this when this is released, we'll be on at noon Eastern Standard Time So uh, you already know how to get there. And if you go to that download, you'll actually get the journal, which is in a Google Doc format. It's a template. And you'll also be able to uh, go directly to the Clubhouse link because I believe it's in the email that comes out uh, when you confirm With that being said, I hope that you enjoy the following episode. Um, It is a replay of when we talked about overcoming self-sabotage. I really went in on this one because I was talking about our mission and I was talking about how uh, sometimes when you're talking about spiritual warfare, you end up distracting yourself and you begin to tear yourself down. I also use uh, one of my uh, favorite scriptures that the Lord pointed out to me, Proverbs 14, verse one, um, he pointed it out to me in a different way. Uh, in the season, I think it was 2021, the year that he showed me or 2022. He showed it to me um, in a different way than I was used to reading it. And I I really feel like it had a lot to do with my mindset. Um, when you begin to renew your mind in the word, some of the stuff that you see in the word looks different to you than it did when you first read it because when you are purified you look with a purified lens but when you are uh in your flesh all the time then you might see things differently so anyway let's get into the episode and enjoy the topic that I'm bringing up today um could be looked at from a place or from a lens of spiritual warfare And if you were brought up in the church, you might know spiritual warfare from a certain sense. Um, However, I want to look at this from a different standpoint and so that we can really target and um, help creatives today. With that being said, today I want to look at self-sabotage because we can get into spiritual warfare and end up getting distracted by talking about all the spiritual forces and what they're doing. And we get distracted from fulfilling the things that we were called to do and lose focus. So I wanna take this time today to look at different illustrations in the word of God and start discussing this topic. Because self-sabotage actually gets in the way of us fulfilling the mission and as creatives we're to create creatives bring something into existence we create things we produce things and we're not really like creating is an actual production of something it is not to just sit by and be idle so as creatives we are doing a work and we are bringing something into fruition with the help of our creator. So, and God has uh, called us to something. And so I'm just going to go over the definition of self-sabotage, um, what I found, and um, we're going to go from there. So self-sabotage is when people do or don't do things that block their success or prevent them from accomplishing their goals. It can happen consciously or unconsciously. Self-sabotaging behaviors can affect our personal and professional success as well as our mental health. And so we usually talk about this self-sabotaging behavior but most people are not like intentionally trying to sabotage their life, right? Um, If you look at the word sabotage, sabotage means deliberately damage, block, or impair something so that it doesn't work as intended. (laughs) I'm going to read that definition one more time. Sabotage is to deliberately damage, block, or impair something so that it doesn't work as intended. And sometimes we can say like, oh, I'm getting in my own way and that's basically you know if you're sabotaging something that you're actually trying to do that is like getting up your way or stop you're stopping yourself from building what you usually would do um, one of the tr- chapters or one of the verses in Proverbs actually reminds me of it I'm going to read it real quick it's in Proverbs chapter 14 Let me pull that up. I wasn't prepared to do that. It just came to me just now. But it says, Proverbs 14, verse 1, the Amplified Bible says, The wise woman builds her house on a foundation of godly precepts, and her household thrives. But the foolish one, who lacks spiritual insight, tears it down with her own hands by ignoring godly principles. That second part, the foolish woman, the foolish one who lacks spiritual insight, tears down the house by ignoring godly principles. Now, I'm reading in the Amplified Bible, but I remember when I first saw that verse, I'm telling you, it was years ago, but I felt like I was the foolish one and I felt like I was destined to be and stay the foolish one until last year. <laughs> and I'm not going to say like I was intentionally thinking, but it was something that I allowed myself to believe and and led myself to believe in the back of my mind from a previous time period where I saw myself as destructive, like, oh, my gosh, I destroyed that. I I destroy things. <laughs> and i just wanted to think of myself as not that but in the back of my head it was always there until the lord brought that word to me um last year he said that my word for the year was authority and he said it was authority um based on uh oh my gosh i can't even remember the exact words but i definitely remember it had something to do with keys And it has something to do with building. Um, And he showed me this verse. And he showed me, Holy Spirit showed me that I was only paying attention to the second part of the verse. And never really paying attention to the first part. The first part says the wise woman builds her house on a foundation of godly precepts and her household thrives. Now, if I'm looking at that from that sense... The woman who's wise, the woman who's full, f- full of wisdom, she's building, right? She's building her house on a foundation of godly precepts and her household thrives. The reason why that scripture really just came to me as we we're talking about self-sabotage is the foolish person is going to tear things down that they're trying to build. And sometimes it's not a intentional, it's not an intention, it's unintentional, right? They they unintentionally tear what they're building down. And it's because they're lacking spiritual insight. They're lacking the wisdom to build. They're lacking certain evidences. And so... really wanted to just start looking at that I wanted to look at some of the things that we see in scripture and to just go through those so y'all know that I love reading John 4 talking about John 4 in this podcast because the renewal well um, when it was given to me I automatically saw the woman at the well that this this is like literally somebody to help but when you look at Her situation, once Jesus spoke to her, um, hold on, let me, I'm trying to find it down on here. Okay, John chapter 4, verse 15. So this is after Jesus told her that he would give her living water. So she says in verse 15, Sir, give me this water so that I will not get thirsty, nor have to continually continually come all the way here to draw at this jesus said go call your husband and come back the woman answered i do not have a husband jesus said to her you have correctly said i do not have a husband for you have had five husbands and the man you are now living with is not your husband you have said this truthfully the woman said to him sir i see that you are a prophet our fathers worshiped on this mountain But you Jews say that the place where one ought to worship is in Jerusalem at the temple. Jesus replied, Woman, believe me, a time is coming when God's kingdom comes, when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You you Samaritans do not know what you worship. We Jews do know what we worship, for salvation is from the Jews. But a time is coming and is already here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit from the heart, the inner self, and in truth, for the Father seeks such people to be his worshipers. God is spirit, the source of life, yet invisible to mankind, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So I'm just going to stop right there, and that's verse 24, and I was reading the Amplified Bible, if it seemed pretty long. (laughs) But I'm stopping there because the woman, her life, if anybody was to look from the outside, seemed like it wasn't going too well. The woman had already been married five times. Five times. And she was now with a man that she was just living with. She was um, cohabitating with, right? And a lot of people said that she changed the subject. <laughs> she changed the subject when he said that. But I think she had this realization that he knew some things, right? He knew her background and she knew that it wasn't just somebody that people in her area knew because they were Samaritans and Jews didn't talk to Samaritans. So she knew something was different about Jesus. And I think there was a glimpse of hope inside of her. I think there was a place inside of her to not continue on or to dwell on what her past was. And so she future focused herself on worship and asking the question about worship. She did not sit there and say, oh, my goodness, I went through all of this stuff. I'm just horrible. Like she didn't harp on what happened or what was she asked a simple question about worship now to me that means she is future focused she's no longer thinking about sabotaging whatever it is and who's to say I don't know if she's the one you know was she the blame for the previous like having so many previous husbands it could have just been that they all left her And for no good reason, because that's what they did in that day. You never know. But I love the fact that she was future focused, thinking about worship. So I want to, like, pose that question or that thought that we can take into our next or this next week. How are you future focused about what you are creating It doesn't matter the things that you've already done or didn't do. It doesn't matter that you might have lacked the discipline, the practice of training yourself to obey the rules or some kind of code of behavior um, to correct any disobedience or to try to control your behavior, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you messed up the point is to get back up. And so I think sometimes what happens when you're in a cycle of self-sabotage, there's these emotions that come up and those emotions can sometimes be like, oh my goodness, like I failed. And you just, you don't get up in your own brain because you're so busy looking at the failure. And so because you do that, you continue to procrastinate or you don't seek out the help that you actually need. She saw the help. The help actually came to her. And so she literally talked to the help. Jesus was her help. And when she talked to him, her solution actually came in her going to tell everybody else. That encounter changed her life. It changed our life. And so I think it's something that we should look at even as creatives. Like what kind of work or what am I missing if I'm harping on self-sabotage? What am I not producing? What am I not creating if I'm harping on self-sabotage? In 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19 through 20, it says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? is within you whom you have received as a gift from God and that you are not your own property you are bought with a price you were bought with a price you are actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own so then honor and glorify God with your body now the reason why. That scripture is something that I'm using right now. It's because we have a temple that the Holy Spirit dwells in. And this temple helps us to interact with the world that is around us. And when we self sabotage, we are tearing down where the Holy Spirit lives. Remember Proverbs 14 and one, but the foolish one who lacks spiritual insight tears it down with her own hands by ignoring godly principles. Do you know that when you use your body to do or not do right, if you do something damaging to it, or if you not do the things that God is calling you to do, like creating something Because maybe your mind is on whatever that behavior was. You're actually tearing down with your own hands the temple of God. He's the one that dwells in us. He's the one that actually uses us. Do you know that God is above any mistakes we made? Anything that we just finish doing anything that we cannot, like, we have our minds wrapped on, like, oh, my gosh, I did this, I'm a failure, and this, and that, do you know that God can use you still? He can still use you. And so it's up to us to not even wallow in those things, right? Wisdom would say, get up. Get up and build, You build with the godly foundation, with the precepts. And the first thing it is, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus will get you up quicker than you can imagine. All you got to do is plead the blood of Jesus. I mean, we could do so many different things. And so when I think about this in the instance, when it comes to fasting, right, that would be the next thing. I would plead the blood of Jesus, get my mind right, and then... Start fasting because fasting helps us to control the things that we feel are out of control. When we choose to go on a fast and we choose to consecrate ourselves, we literally are more intimate with God. We're, we're more intimate with our assignment and we're more mindful about our actions and what we do. And sometimes, you know, it could be about Um, consuming things, but you know, when you've been binge watching something that it's time to get off, you know, when it's time to turn that television or that device or whatever it is that you're watching off, right? Or if you've been scrolling and scrolling, you know, when it's time to stop, or if you've been dancing and dancing, (laughs) I mean, no judgments. Like if you're in the club, you know, when it's time to leave because it's time to go. You know what's not edifying. But if you're there for a purpose and you're you know what you're there for, then you're there to do it. But when you have when you find yourself having issues with that, I believe that fasting and prayer is one of the key components. You know, like I said, plead the blood of Jesus. You need immediate, immediate action. But if you find yourself just having trouble, having issues, you have If you feel like it's really hard, like you feel like you're addicted, I'm telling you, go on a fast. Now, sometimes, you know, it's good to get help outside of that because you might need an addiction specialist, especially if you've been addicted to any kind of narcotics or nicotine or anything like that, because those um, those things have like properties inside of them. That sometimes affect us biologically. So you may need to go get some outside help. But I'm saying go ahead. Seek the help. Plead the blood of Jesus. Seek help and fast. And like I said don't don't just go on a fast by yourself. You need to contact your doctor. See check with your doctor okay. Check with your doctor. See if it's okay for you to fast. But that's literally how I really believe. That we can truly overcome as creatives. And do the works that we're being called to do. But I'm going to leave it there for today. And um, I hope that it was somehow beneficial to you. Especially if you felt like you've been in a place of self-sabotage. Another thing to do, you know, like I said, while you're fasting, read the word of God. Read it out loud. Find some key scriptures to help you go through it. Even if you wanted to take that Proverbs 14 verse 1. You don't even have to do it in the Amplified Bible. There's a shorter version. (laughs) Um, Let's see. The NLT says, a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Right? So you can even use that. I want to thank you all for joining us today. All right. I really enjoyed listening to that. I had to clip it right there because I usually do announcements at the end. And because I did them at the beginning of this podcast, I'm not going to really share much right now. Um, I hope that you can make it to the Creatives Weekly Reset on Clubhouse. If you did not catch this, like if you catch it early enough today, if not next week, Know that we're there on Fridays at noon Eastern Standard Time. I would love for you to come up and um, see you inside of the room. God bless you all and have an amazing weekend.